0: All of this is possible, along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Gravy Moms Podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode on Gravy Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hillica. Today, we're talking about processing versus resisting grief. This is episode number 107. I get this question a lot. How do I know if I'm truly processing my emotions or not? Because so often it feels like you're feeling sadness or anger or guilt, but you might not actually be processing it on a deep level. You might be feeling it and resisting it at the same time. So I want you to help you understand the difference Because yes, you might be feeling sadness, but the way you are feeling it might be keeping you in a cycle of stuckness and really perpetuating the cycle of sadness that you're in rather than flowing um, with the sadness and moving in and out of the sadness when it comes. um, Instead of that, you might be staying in the sadness and can't get out. So it's also because you're trying to get out that you are stuck. I know that this is so counterintuitive, but it's so true. So when you are resisting an emotion, let's say sadness, you might do something like keep busy, eat, scroll Instagram, even journaling as a way of not actually feeling the emotion in your body. You might use something to try distract yourself from feeling the pain inside of you. So let's take journaling, for example, because this is a very useful tool. It can be a very useful tool and skill to help you with grief. But if you're journaling at the expense of feeling the emotions inside your body, you are using journaling as a way to not feel. So anytime you use something to try to get out of the emotion and not feel the emotion in your body, um, (laughs) that's when you're, you're trying to use it as a way to get out of it. And that is not feeling an emotion. That's not processing that. That is more resisting the emotion. So I've had this happen in coaching calls many times where we're talking about an emotion. Let's say anxiety, for example, which is really sensations in your body. And the mom wants to resist the anxiety. She says, I know I'm having anxiety, but I'm telling myself I'm fine. I can handle any emotion. I'm not afraid of anxiety, And it's all coming from this place of trying to get rid of the anxiety. It's like, this anxiety feels so bad. Let me quick try to get rid of it. So in the process of feeling the anxiety, you're also fighting it and trying to get it out of your life. This is not processing emotion. There is a resistance and a struggle And when you are not processing an emotion, it's almost like you are fighting the emotion and thinking something like, this is not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to feel this. This shouldn't be so hard. I don't want to feel this pain. I need to get out of this as fast as I can. I totally understand this because this is what (laughs) I always want to do. I never want to feel it. In fact, this is the reason I dove so quickly into my grief work because I wanted to, quote unquote, get to the other side as quick as I could so I wouldn't feel so horrible anymore. And in this process, I learned that emotions will have their say, (laughs) that it gets so much easier when I just allow myself to be with it instead of trying to rush it. So what's it like to process emotion? Especially if you haven't been doing this and you've been resisting, it can feel really daunting and scary because it can feel like like I need to resist it because if I don't resist it or fight it, I'm going to fall into this deep, dark hole and I'm never going to be able to come out. I'm going to start crying and I'm never going to be able to stop. I'm going to turn on the faucet and never be able to turn it off. I'm going to let go and lose myself and never be able to pull myself back together. So. I understand that it it can feel very scary. But let me tell you, processing emotions is so much easier and better than resisting. Because when you resist it, you're okay for a moment. But then it comes back again and again and again and again. You get that moment of reprieve when you numb it with something. You get that moment of reprieve when... You do something, you know, you keep busy with something else, but then you're on that cycle of that hamster wheel of having to keep numbing it over and over and over again. And that emotion is still there underneath the surface and you actually haven't done anything. You're just on this cycle and then you're exhausted because you continually have to be on guard for those emotions and constantly fighting them. But when you process, instead of like, Instead of being in this constant cycle of fighting and having this constant cloud over your head, when you let yourself process, it's like a wave that comes and goes. So there's moments where it comes and you process and then it goes away. And then you have periods where it's lighter and it's easier. And then a wave comes again. And it's really just allowing that instead of resisting. So I'm going to give you a few different examples of how I process emotions in my own life um, one time I was with some friends and we had a discussion and during this discussion, I had intense shame surrounding the topic that we were discussing. Nobody in the room knew that I was feeling this emotion, but I was very aware of it. And I began to let myself process and feel it. I felt the tension in my throat. I could feel the roiling in my belly. My eyes felt like that I wanted to cry It was hard to speak because of the tension in my throat. And I was very aware of what my thoughts were that were causing me the shame. And I noticed them without judgment. In that moment, I was processing the shame. I was feeling it. And nobody even knew. And I think that's the thing that we think that when we're processing an emotion that everybody has to know or like we can't do it because we are around people Um, And we don't want other people to know that other people don't let us feel our feelings, but you can do so much inside of your body and nobody even has to know. Um, But for this example, the next day after I processed a lot of the emotion, I was able to bring it up again and discuss it again, but I wasn't able to in that moment because I had to process some of the emotion first. Um, Another time where I was processing emotion was When I was missing Aria so much, I could feel like the horrific pain and stabbing in my chest. And when that comes up for me, I can relax into the pain. I let it in. I allowed it to be there. I didn't judge the grief. I thought that, yes, this is what grief feels like. And it's supposed to be here. I really, really don't like to feel that pain. It's so uncomfortable. And I... (laughs) I do like my my initial response and reaction is like, I want to fight this. I want to get out of here. I don't want to feel this. Ah. But it's like a wave that comes and my throat hurts. My chest hurts. It feels like my heart is being torn up in knots and I have a stabbing pain there. But when I can sit with that emotion until it flows away, it's like a wave or a river of energy that flows through me. I allow it. I let it flow through And in this instance, because I got quiet and let myself notice this, I let go of the resistance to it. That emotion released and that flowed away. This is what a wave of grief is like for me now. It comes and it goes. And in between the waves, I have a very beautiful life, a full life that I'm excited about. But those waves come and it's because I fully let myself process them. And I've learned the tools to process them that I can stand up again afterwards and not stay stuck in a cycle of misery and pain. So what does processing an emotion mean? I'm just going to give you a few things to think about um, for for me, what it means to process an emotion. So it means feeling the emotion in your body and naming it, noticing the physical sensations that the emotion brings to your body. Allowing the emotion in without any resistance or hurry to get rid of it. Imagining that it's an energy that flows through your body. It's noticing the thoughts that are creating this emotion for you. It's being present with where the emotion shows up in your body and what color it is. It's being able to know this emotion so well you can describe it to someone else. And it's using tools to soften, shrink, and change the sensations of the emotion to make it lighter. It's a practice. It really, really is. And learning how to process and feel your emotions is the most amazing gift you can give to yourself and to those around you. Because someone who knows how to feel their emotions is a wonderful person to be around. Our emotions drive our life. So, when you are more in the driver's seat of your emotions than they are of you, it's a beautiful thing. And it might feel like you are more in control of your emotions when you're resisting them, right? It might feel like I'm going to take control of these things. So, I'm going to fight them and resist them. But the truth is that they are controlling you in those moments. And when you let go and allow yourself to process them, You can get back in the driver's seat and have more control over your emotions. But again, it takes practice. It's not easy in it. And you have to actually do the work. You have to actually feel. You have to actually sit with it. You can't just talk about it. And that's why I created Stop Talking, Start Feeling. If you want to begin to learn how to do this work, I have a mini course called Stop Talking, Start Feeling, where you can begin to learn these tools how to feel the emotions in your body, that these emotions are not going away and you cannot talk yourself out of them or run away from them. So go check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling by going to www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com and you can get started on learning how to do this and really holding space for your emotions and taking that control back in your life. So you got this, my friend. Emotions are not as scary as they seem, And you totally have the capacity to sit with them and feel them. See you next week. Take care. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.